Hello everybody and welcome. It is NBL Rewind and <laughs> Liam Sandin, we're out. Hello to you. Welcome. We've got a very special guest in, in Darren McDonald. We'll get to in a moment. But how like, we're having so much fun going back and I just straight off the bat, this this era of basketball, and it was right now, we were teens and we were just sort of coming out of it. How fun was this? And this game was no exception. How are you doing? Awesome game. I'm, I'm doing great. I'm doing great after watching this one because um, it's not a grand final. It's a regular season game, but it had a finals type atmosphere. Yeah. And as John Casey, what I've written down here, one of the most unbelievable games you'll ever see is what he labelled it at the, uh, at the end of the game. And he was bang on. Overtime thriller. And our man here hit the game winner. Just, just a full stop as he did so many times <laughs> in the games. Is that up, D-Mac? How are you guys? How are you doing? I, I'm good. But before we get into the game, before we talk ball, I, look, happy birthday. You're obviously celebrating a birthday this week. And I'm not even going to ask you how old you are because legitimately, you look exactly the same as you did in 1994. Do you age, man, or what? Yeah, come on. <laughs> uh, yeah I actually do. I just try to cover it up. <laughs> you do a good job. <laughs> I try to cover it up. Happy birthday, man. Thanks. Appreciate it. Hey, look, this has been a, obviously such a weird time right around the world and we're all sitting back watching games or trying to find some sport to watch and that's what Liam and I have been able to do with NBL Rewind. It's so much fun. Uh, what, what have you been watching? What have you been watching sitting on the couch the last couple of months? Uh, uh, NBA. You know, they've been showing a lot of NBA games on ESPN. You know, of course, I got a league pass. I go back and watch NBA games. I don't. I honestly say I don't go back and watch my old games. I actually haven't done that. <laughs> so, um, also Netflix. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I love movies. I've been a lot, watching a lot of movies. I've actually gotten into this show, and I'm actually watching it now called The Blacklist. Mm-hmm. And it's actually, yeah, it's it's it's, it's actually really good. It's like, good. I've, I've, yeah, I've gotten in. I've actually gotten into it. I've been watching it for the last three or four days, and it's been yeah, it's been really been really good. Still watching hey. it. Good TV show, of course. Watch it after you watch this game. If you haven't watched this game, the Titans and the Tigers, and it's a ripping contest. Two teams, the Victoria Titans, who we'll touch on in a moment, were flying at the time, and they went at it. There's blood spilled, you know, and, and sport hatred and passion, Liam Santa Maria, leads us into, you mentioned it, it's not a playoff game. It's, it's earlier in the year, uh, November, of course, we're a couple months into the summer season at that point. But anytime these two teams went at it, Melbourne rivalry, which Mackie was so p- big part of, of course, around these times, you don't yeah. need to be a finals game. There's just pure anger and nothing gets left on the floor. Yeah, 100%. And Mac, you say that you, you're not going back and watching your old uh, games or your old clips. Don't worry. We're doing enough of that for we're you. We're doing it for you. <laughs> no, no, you know what? It's funny, though, because I actually never say thanks, but I want to thank you guys because you guys definitely be hooking me. <laughs> you definitely be hooking me up. So thanks for that. We went back and watched the, uh, get the 94 grand final, the game winner in Adelaide, broke yeah. that down, how magical a shot that was. We're going to talk to you about that 94 season in, yeah. in a while because that was obviously pure joy when it comes to, to basketball, watching you and the Giants go about it. But this, this game... When I, when I hit you up a few days ago, hey, we want to get you on and talk about a whole bunch of stuff, but specifically we want to start with this 99 blood game between the Tigers and the Titans. What, what sprung to mind? What, what do you remember? Obviously, you remember hitting the game winner. What else do you remember about this game? Um, a lot of, there was a lot of trash talk before it. Um, just, you know, again, the Melbourne rivalry, you know, every time we played each other, you know, it was about... I think about 13,000, 14,000 people mm-hmm. in the stands, which wasn't happening at that time. But, you know, for them to come out for that game, was, you know, it was, pretty, it, was, it was pretty special. And then just the game, you know, like you said, blood. You know, Tony Ronaldson got a band wrapped around his head. You know, Frank Grimmett got tape wrapped around his face. <laughs> and the guy's just going at it. 
you know yeah. what I mean? And, you know, for my, I guess myself, you know, Lenard, Andrew Gaines, Brad Key, you know, Anstey, me. It was a, you know, Jason Smith. It was, it, was, it was a lot of names in there. You know what I mean? There's a lot of legends in there. But just that game, like I said, during, you know, during that time, you know, early in the season, just the, it was just a buildup. I think we end up, I think we end up playing them again in the playoffs that same year. I can't, I can't remember. Maybe, maybe not. But I think we, we end up playing them again. Knock them out the finals. I tell you what, Mackie, you mentioned, of course, and those names, and there's probably some more we missed. They are legends of the game. But as you touched on with the trash talk, all pretty good on the lip as well. So oh, yeah, we had yeah. these, oh, no this, this incredible sort of time with two really good teams and legends and Hall of Fames and the rest of it, all good trash talkers, which, which yeah, as you was. said, takes it to another level. I think what, I'm going to tell you what it is. Well, Jason Smith was probably the main one because of <laughs> – just I've only said because when you – like when you play for – the reputation of the Tigers was they never worked hard. They used to just come out and they just came out and hoop. Mm. You know what I mean? Whereas when I went, again, I remember I was at North Melbourne. When I went to the Titans, just my whole, you know, what we did at the Giants was different compared to when I got with Gordon. We, tra- we lift weights every day. We trained every day. And that's what Jason, I think that's what Jason was talking about. We, you know, we trained and we worked in, they was on the golf course. Mm. Then I got to the Tigers, and honestly, not even it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't nothing like that. We pretty much did the same. Like we worked, we worked, we trained. I guess the one thing about our training was we 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 probably hooped more. Like we we hooped. Like you get in, we we warm up and then we we five on five. That was pretty much our training at the Tigers. That was that would be the only difference. But again, we used to when I would when I would gorge we. We worked, we worked, and it's funny because we, as we playing with the Giants, when you played when you played against those Magic teams, the the difference with them and us was strength. And we beat them. Ninety four, we beat them in the semis. Ninety five, we beat them in the semis. But ninety six, they just was so much stronger than us, and everybody was wondering why. Right, everybody was wondering why. What you know? What are they? What are they, What is Gorgian doing over there? And then I actually got over there and understood what he was doing. And he he, he wanted to, he wanted us to be physical. He wanted to, wanted us to be a physical team. Like and again, our trainings, as his his model was, our trainings should be harder than our games. And that's how we that's how we went about every that's how we went about every day. You talk about the rivalry, Mac. Um, over your career in the NBL, you were a part of a bunch of different big rivalries, right? You talk about the Giants and the Magic, yeah. Titans and the, and the Tigers, Titans and Adelaide, Adelaide, yeah. Melbourne, Sydney, later in your career. Where did this Titans-Tigers rivalry sit amongst all of those? Um, there would have been, it's up there, right? And the only reason why I say it's not high, high, because we never played them in the grand final. You know what I mean? We never met him in the grand final. We, we always met him. If we met him, we met him in the playoffs. And like I said, for I think the first two years, we beat them in the, in the, in the semis. And then the one year when actually Drewy wasn't there, the year Drewy wasn't there, they beat us in the semis. You know what I mean? Or they beat it not even the semis. Remember they when when there was six yeah. six teams make yeah. the playoffs. I remember. You know, lucky, you it was my lucky. one chance to get a ring, man. Yeah, yeah, you were there. You was actually there. You was there. Believe it. <laughs> we're actually we're actually doing NBL rewind Liam Santa Maria game next week. So you know, you, that's gonna play out. You was actually there. <laughs> um, but you were but again, Liam, you remember what injuries. You know, we, uh, we, we, we went yeah. through that year. Wills, you know, Anstey. Wills, Wills, Anstey, Tony. You know, Bear got injured. Jason, everybody was injured. So mm-hmm. we, we, we struggled going, in, going into those playoff years. You know in fact, I mean? we so, had so many injuries. We should just get some rings. Yeah. <laughs> Retrospective. You know? And that's, it's, <laughs> and it's, again, the, the one thing that, that hurts, not, I wouldn't say hurts, my, hurts me in my career, but always bothered me was that the one thing I wanted to do was win a championship with Gorgian. Right. Because I knew the teams we had, like we would we were tough, man. Like we always mm-hmm. we were really good. And I know we put the work in, but then when it comes to the end of the year, like I said, either you know, somebody get injured or we just get beat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we had those we you know, we had those years where like I said, I come out of when they first became the Titans, they had just lost to Adelaide 
I think they lost to Adelaide in the final. And then we played Adelaide the final year in the finals, and they beat us. And the thing is, we couldn't – we as, as good a defensive team as we were, we couldn't defend them because they had no offense. And that really killed – like, it killed Gorgian because everybody – if you look at that Adelaide team, Donnell Mee, Kevin Brooks, Brett Mile, all those guys played off the dribble. Mm. And I played under Phil Smythe in the, um, with the national team, which I don't like to talk about, but I played for him. And our offense was who? Like, you right. know, if, 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 if he calls a three, the third person that gets the ball has to put the ball on the floor. Yeah. That's the offense. That's the so – honestly, this is the offense we ran with the national team. Not all the time, but when he wanted to, you know, just loosen things up, you know, he'll go four and pass, pass, pass. Four. If it gets to me on four, I got to break my man down. Right. So when you play in those Adelaide teams, that's what you've seen. You know what I mean? Right. Like, Brett Maul, again, Brett Maul, Donnell Meade, you know, some pick and rolls, hand there, ball movement, and we couldn't, we couldn't beat them. But then the following year, I think it was the, the – might have been 2000. I think we ended up playing – we played them in the semis and ended up beating them, but then lost to Perth in the grand final. Mm-hmm. So. You, you talk, Liam mentions a rivalry, of course. You had North Melbourne, South East Melbourne Magic, Melbourne Tigers, all those three teams all together. And yep. then, as you touched on, Magic lose that grand final to Adelaide, and then there's the merge. Like, yep. looking back on it, what, what are your – like, you're in this in, intense rivalry, and all of a sudden it's like – Oh geez, hang on, we're uh, we're merging, and I'm going to be playing under Brian Gorgian, and these dudes are going to be my teammates. What did you think of all of that? It was, um, it was interesting, and the reason I, I say that, well, when they came to us and said both teams, because that's funny, I actually didn't know what was going on until I seen it on the news, mm. and then when I seen it on the news, I'm like, you know, and then we nobody's called us, nobody's talked to us, but then we get a call like the next morning, you know, this is what's happening. No more, you know, no money, no more money. We have to merge with, with the Magic. And people were like, no, we, we can't do that. Like, we're not merging with them. We don't want to go, you know, we're not going to come together with them. But it, it was the, 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 the thing was, after we sat down and broke it down, like who, like who stays, who goes. And then when I heard Brett was going, I'm thinking, nah, I, I can't. I'm not, I'm not going to, the, you know. And that was my thing. I'm not going to play for them. I'm going wherever Brett goes, I'm going with Brett. And Brett pretty much sat me down and was like, dude, you, you got to, you know, if he, if he wants you there, you got to stay there. You know, you got a family to feed, blah, 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 blah. So Brett was in the, ended up out. And then, you know, we get all these, we get all these calls. And, I, you know, we did, we had a, we had meetings. Everybody, all the players that he wanted had a meeting with him. And my meeting, honestly, my meeting would have took 30 seconds. I walked in. Sat down. He said, "You in?" I said, "Yeah, I'm in." That was it. <laughs> that was seriously. That was it. That was pretty much my meeting. And then he, I think he asked me. I think he asked me about. He might have asked if I can remember. He might have asked me about David Smith and asked me if David Smith could be a backup point guard. Mm-hmm. And I said, and "I said, yeah, I think he can." And then he always told. He always gets on me about that because <laughs> because I told him that he always gets on me about that. The problem with that is. He ended up, we ended up losing Dave. Uh, Dave ended up going to the Tigers and then they beat us. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that same year, the year Drew, he was not there. He actually had a really good year. And then I don't even know, I, I, I actually don't know what happened to him after that. Right. Um, yeah. A bunch of fun games, uh, names, sorry, in this game to go back and watch that maybe hadn't thought about for a little while. David Smith, certainly one of those guys. Yeah. Frank Dremick hadn't kind Dremick. of. Won- Full game of him. He was good. Bear comes out, has 17 points in the second quarter of this game. Yeah. And then, of course, he's got the blood flowing all over his face. Um, which one of those guys on, on those Titans teams, do you think time has forgotten how good they were a little bit? Like, I mean, it's funny to even talk about Bear in that way. He's like the leads of the, the league in games played. But, um, you know, when we talk about the greatest, we put together the greatest teams ever, but... Bears very rarely involved in those conversations. And that, and that, Bob, and that, that kills me because he would probably be the one now. Like, mm-hmm. he was, he was different. You know, for that time, he was different. And I'm, I'm a, I'll say that I think every, it's hard to just point out one person. Mm-hmm. Jason Smith, great shooter, mm. great defender, athlete. Frank Drimmick was supposed to have been the next Andrew Gaze. But again, if you watch Frank, 
ball handler, shoot the ball, can pretty much do everything. Mm. Bear was what they what Bear was what they what the bigs are now. Mm. You know what I mean? Like he was that guy, you know, bigs that can pop out and shoot. Nobody, nobody in the league was doing that back then. Not or not many of them. You know what I mean? Sets the best, sets the best screens, but can mm-hmm. shoot the ball and just understood how to play. You know what I mean? Just understood how to play. Didn't great defender. And people, you know, because he because he can get. If he put his body on you, you have problems. You know what I mean? But he would be. It, it would be him. But I, again, like I said, I don't, it's hard to just point out one because I think a lot of you know. I've seen you guys. You, you did something with Jason Smith. Uh, was it Sunday? Well, mm-hmm. last week, I know you had thirty, like thirty-eight in grand, one of those grand final games. And Frank, like we haven't, I haven't heard, you know, I haven't seen Frank. He another one that kind of disappeared. I think Wills was on that. And Will or Mike was Wills on that team. I think yes, Wills was on that team. Uh, yep, off the yeah, bat. yeah. So we, like it's, it's a lot of those guys, man. And uh, you know, it's it's hard to, like I said, it's hard to sing while one. But if I had to, I think Bear gets lost in that for a guy who's played, you know, almost six hundred and some games. Right. Um, I mean, grand final. I think he's got two grand finals, maybe. I know he's and he's been, you know, he's played with a fair few teams, but I don't. He's never missed the playoffs. <laughs> I don't think people know he's. I'm. 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 If I'm not mistaken, I don't think he's ever missed the playoffs. Right. In six hundred and something games, mm-hmm. he's always been in the play. Wherever club he goes to, they make the playoffs. Cam that's, Mack was, un, that's unreal, man. It is. It is unreal. Cam Mack was talking about uh, if he put his, his butt on you in the post, you were in trouble. Our man Luke McMillan found that out the hard way. Yeah, yes, he did. That was a rough kind of three or four minutes for our guy. <laughs> that's tough. That's tough. Just quickly, and I, you know, this, this is great because we're, we're essentially eavesdropping on two teammates talking about play. There might be someone out there or people out there who might not know that we're talking Tony Ronaldson when the boy's talking bear. So, you know, I, I highly doubt yeah. it. There's people like Tony Ronaldson, of course, you know, not just here in the NBL, but hit huge shots for Australia, almost none bigger than that. Sure yeah. uh, Four-point play that he got that got him through to the last four. So, uh, yeah. you know... Nothing better than hearing two teammates talk and nicknames, but Tony Rollinson, if uh, the bear, which I'm sure he will, comes up again. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he needs to. When you think back on the Titans era, four years, they came, we went, two grand finals you guys got to. You mentioned didn't, no championship there under Gorge. It, it's, is it, I mean, is it just frustration for you? Is the, it, is the it was. emotion? Yeah, it, it, was, it, was, it was frustrating. Like I said, because I, I, the teams we had, like, you know, we, it, and then, you know, you're going in every year as a favorite to win it, you know, every yeah. year. So every year, maybe not that first year, but the team we put together, you know, we still, and that's what I mean, we put together a team combined the two teams and, and made the grand final, you know what I mean? And then made it again the, the following year. But then, you know, the two years after that, you know, we go out early. You know, we, we, we don't even make it. So not making the grand final was it – it not winning it was hard. You know what I mean? And then had to, you know, dis- disband again. You know, I ended up – Gorge ended up going to Sydney and winning it. And winning it the first year he gets there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm, I'm fuming. I'm, I'm fuming. Three in a row. Yeah, it was killing me. It was, it was killing me when he went there. And then – because we, had, we actually had a, a, like a little kind of going away dinner. And I told him, I said, if I could, I would love to go to Sydney with you. Like I told Gorgian that. And I I couldn't. Like, you know, again, you know, wasn't wasn't gonna happen. Cause like Shane was there and some other a lot of other people were there. Mm-hmm. So it was never gonna happen. And then to see him win a championship, it's funny though, because he actually called me a couple of days after he won it and said, Mac, no injuries. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what he said. We went through the season. We won that championship. We had no injuries. Mm. And, I, and again, I, as much as I don't want to blame it on that, but we lost, you know, those last two years. They, the two years we lost, we lost. But those other two years, we lost key pieces to, uh, to what we do. And that, that just that killed us. How frustrated, obviously, you talk about a talented Titans team in this particular situation, but was the frustration growing, and we'll talk 94 shortly, but you get here, you win a championship in year number one, and then a decade later, you've been the NBL's 
top point guard. There's all NBL first teams. There's all these accolades. There's grand final berths. There's talented teams. But you hadn't cut the net down yourself as well. Was that just adding to the frustration? Where we're, It took 12 years to get back there. Like, it must have just been, as you touched on, killing you. And you know, Gorge goes and wins three in a row. And you're working yeah. your ass off playing good ball. And you just can't get it. And, and couldn't we? We, you know, we, we, we had good teams. We just, we just wasn't good enough. You know what I mean? In some of those instances. Like that first one, the 94 one was great. But then we had opportunity the next year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just down our leg, you know what I mean? You beat Perth over there in game one and then come home and lose on your home floor in game two. And then we went over there and it was it was never going to be a game. They, you know, they blew us out. And that was, that was frustrating. And then every year after that, when, you know, again, merges happen, you know, new teammates here and there, and you get to that, you know, you get to that point. And, yeah, it, it became really, really frustrating, you know what I mean? And then that, those two, the, the giant, that one giant year in between, you know, it was, and then to get told you're not, you know, you're not wanted, you know, we going in a different direction, you know what I mean? So, you know, to be able to get cut, and then, you know, like I say, I call who, uh, I told who I call, I call Colts, I called a nod and told him what happened. He said, what? Like, he was, he was surprised. And he said, yo, give me, I'll call you back. Give me 10 minutes, I'll give you a call back. He actually didn't call me. Seamus McPeak called me mm-hmm. and said, we want you at the Tigers. I signed a contract like the next day. And then I ended up at the Tigers. I up, and that was two years, two years with Drewy, Copes, and, and Bracky and Lindsey. And then they retired. And then, you know, I, and people, a lot of people don't know this. When they retired, I actually had the opportunity to go to, I was, I had opportunity to go to uh, Wollongong. Mm-hmm. So I get a call after those two years when they retired. Al had got the job, but I actually wasn't. I haven't. I didn't. I wasn't talking to Al. Me and Waza was coaching the Big V team at the, at, together. So I was, was communicating with Al. I actually wasn't communicating with Al. And then Brendan Joyce called me. You know, the, you know, I want to get you down here. Blah, blah, blah. And so they, it's, it's crazy how this happens. He, he, he said, I'm going to bring you, we're going to bring you to Wollongong on a Friday. Right? So I actually didn't say nothing to Waza. I didn't say nothing to nobody. I get home after training on Thursday night. Al calls me like 10 o'clock. I go, Al, what's up? What's going on? So, oh, you know, I just want to talk about next year and, you know, you know, talk about, you know, going to China. You know, how we used to go to China, talk about the China trip. And I go, yeah, what about next year? He said, oh, oh well, we want you back. And I go, oh, really? I said, um, I'm going to Wollongong tomorrow. <laughs> I, got a, I actually got a deal on the table. And the phone just went silent. He didn't say he didn't say nothing. Like he didn't. I don't think he knew what to say. Like I said, I haven't been talking to him, so I didn't know what was going on. I'm. I got a. I got an opportunity, so I'm. Right. I'm gonna take it. Uh-huh. I said I'm actually going to Wollongong in the morning. And then he go. He he actually eventually comes on and goes. Don't sign nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we were. <laughs> listen. He, he said he was like, don't sign nothing. We. I'm put. Let me just tell you what we're doing. I got Anstey coming back. We're going to sign Richard Tucker back. Dave Thomas is coming back. I said, is Anstey actually coming? He said, Anstey's coming back. I said, Al, is Anstey coming back? <laughs> like, he just seriously, he pretty much. <laughs> Game yeah, changer. Yeah, Anstey's coming back. I said, okay. I said, I won't sign up. Right. I still went up there, though. So I still went to Wollongong. And the drive, and Brendan, I know he hates me for this, but the drive to, the drive to Wollongong, I said, dude. I said, I'm going back to the Tigers. And he just, he didn't know it. He didn't have nothing to say. He pretty much said, yeah, I kind of, you know, I kind of figured, I kind of figured you would, you know, I know your family there. You didn't really, up, you didn't want to upload your family, blah, blah, blah. And then when I get to Wollongong, I meet, I still meet everybody. And, you know, one of the owners comes to me and go, you know, I, I'll throw in an extra, I'll throw in an extra 10 grand. <laughs> <laughs> it was almost like, take this 10 grand check and, you know what I mean, take it with you. And I was like, you know, as enticing as, 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 enticing as it was, I was like, I said, die. And then I ended up staying with the Tigers. And I told James, because I wasn't, again, at that time, I wasn't making a lot of money. And I still, you know, after that, 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 that first year with the Tigers, we, you know, we ended up winning the championship that mm-hmm. year. So, you know, I got the, got the little monkey off my back for winning, for getting that championship. We had a crew that year. If you, mm-hmm. if you remember that team, we had, mm-hmm. a, we had a crew. 
And everybody, it was funny though, it seemed like everybody had a chip on their shoulder. You know, myself, you know, Rashad for not, you know, not playing the year before. Mm. Anstey coming back, you know, leaving and coming back. Dave Thomas, we all had a chip on our shoulder. And we just went through that year. Just, you know, this is this is gonna be us. We don't win the championship. So I go to Mr. I go to Mr. McPete. Dude, you gotta you gotta give me some more money. You gotta you gotta you gotta up the you gotta up it now. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And he was like, you know what? You you you're absolutely right. There's nothing I can say. So he gave me a new two year deal, and and then that was it. Not everybody yeah. got that kind of response from mm-hmm. Mr. McPeak. No, no, kind of- absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. That's funny. You are absolutely right. And it's funny. Even when when I retired, like he. Al, Al wanted me to stay, but he didn't really, he said, he didn't really tell me that. Seamus didn't. Because I'm going to tell you, I think Seamus didn't want me to stay because he thought I was going to want more money because we had just won it again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We had just won it again. And Seamus was like, nah, no, nah, you, you got to retire. No, you, you ain't coming back. You got to go. You got to retire. And then and that was it. I was, like, I was like, you know what? Maybe it's probably a good idea that I retire. And then... I end up calling it a calling it a day, but then walking my little dogs one morning, Joey Wright calls me. Ooh, okay. he was in he was in Brisbane. He first thing he said was, "Are you actually retired?" I said, "What are you talking about?" He said, "Are you retired?" I said, Joey, what are you talking about? Do you want to keep playing? And I was sitting up there going, <laughs> "I was like, I said, you serious?" He said, "Yeah." He said, "I want you to come to Brisbane." Wow, you're 44. 40, I was 40. I was 43, going on 44. Right. He said, Did I you really do come, that? Let me let me tell you what happened. So <laughs> he said, Please. I want you to come. I, I want you to come to Brisbane, and uh, I want you. You can come in. You can back. I want you to back up Gibbo, Adam Gibson. You know, help him. After this, we're gonna sign you three years. So after this year, become a part. We we you no. I'm not gonna play for three. After this year, the next two years, you become part of the basket. You'll become part of the coaching staff. Right. And I was like, yeah, I, I, I could do that. So I went in. It's funny because I'm walking the door and I get home and, you know, my partner, and I actually told her what happened. And she goes, you, what? You're going to Brisbane? <laughs> I thought you was done. I thought you retired. I said, I just got offered. You know what I mean? I said, I'm going up there. So he organized for me. I might have been the next week organized for me to go up there. Meet again, meet everybody, meet the people, everybody that's involved. So I met them, stayed up, you know, one night. Went up one night, came back the next day. I get back, I don't hear from him for two weeks. Then he calls me out of the blue and goes, There won't be a team. They have pulled they have pulled oh, the pen. Oh, Remember? Remember? Man. Said they have they have pulled the pen. I go, Oh, you say you say, yep. When he did when that happened, I think that was a sign for me to retire, and then that was it. Right, right. Hey, nice way to go out. That that oh, yeah, no championship overgorge. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, indeed. And it's funny. The awesome next year, series. I was I was I was with I was I was on the coaching staff with the Tigers, and they we played we played the Dragons in the grand final. Yep. And I'm coming. We both. I come out of the locker room. He come out of the locker room, and I go. I said, "How you doing?" He said, "I'm glad you're not playing." <laughs> that was it. <laughs> That's all he said, and then he walked out. He walked out on the floor, and I, every time I see him, I, I laugh. I, I laugh about that. And they end up getting us. End up getting us in five games. That was yeah. a tough. That was a tough series. Let's, hey, we, uh, um, go ahead, Cam. I was just. I was going to go back to '94 because yep. you know, obviously, you roll in. You know, North Melbourne had got you know some financial issues as well. So there was a little bit of, you know, long-term concern around the North Melbourne Giants at the time. We'd, we'd seen the magic come in a couple of years earlier. So we'd lost, a, you know, with the merger there. So you, know, you come on in, your first thought, uh, Brett Brown, he's like, you come into Australia, you're going to come play in Australia. Like, did you know much about Australia? Did you know much about the NBL or anything before that? I knew a little bit. And the reason why I knew a little bit is because I knew they took point guards because I knew Ricky Grace was here. Mm-hmm. Okay, now me, me and Ricky go back a, a little, not a long way, but a little way. Me and Ricky played against each other in the junior college all-star game, mm. right? And then I also played against him. He actually didn't play. When I was at Texas A&M, he was at Oklahoma. We played them, like, when I was my, my last season, we played him first game of the season. But he didn't play, he was injured. That was the year they 
they they went to the grand final. They, that's the year they lost to uh, Danny Manning and they lost yeah. to Kansas in the yes. final. So that year, we played them. So I knew they took point guards. Now the interesting thing about this was Brett actually wasn't looking at me. Mm. He was looking at somebody else. So I'm playing CBA. I'm playing in the CBA over there, and he was looking at a guard named Cedric Hunt. And Cedric was he he's he's a you know he's been to Final Fours with with the University of Kansas also. So he's been to Final Fours with Kansas. Me and Sed was on the same team. I was actually playing the two. But when Sed goes out, I was playing the one. Mm. So this is my last, you know, my last season. I was actually having a really good year. So he was looking at Cedric, but then when I come in the game, the whole game changes. The whole pace of the game changes. And he's like, I'm actually looking at the wrong guy. That's right. how I ended up here. That, I love that story so much because, and he's watching that on tape, right? That's, that's how it, yeah. yeah and tape. so what I love about that story is, you never know who's watching. You don't. You never know what opportunity is around the next corner. And it's, it may not even be anyone in the building. And they might not be watching you that game right now, but in a month, two months. So, you, you know, know, I think it's a great message for, for aspiring I, young ballers. I always use that. Right. All my, all my camps. Every camp I do, that's the one message I use. Right. Always, you know, because I'm a big believer in working hard. Mm -hmm. Work your behind off, go hard every time you step on the floor because you never know who's watching. And the reason why, another reason why I use that is because when I was in JUCO, we training, right? So we, we, we actually training. And like you just said, you never know who's watching. There's a guy sitting in the stands. We don't even know who he is. But we, you know, we, we ain't taking it serious. We joking around, playing around, you know. The training was, it, was, it, it, was, it wasn't like training should have been. You know what right. I mean? Two days later, excuse me, uh, my coach comes in. And he goes, I'm disappointed in all you guys. He said, that guy that was sitting in the stands was a coach from the University of Pittsburgh, Big East. This was the Big East. He mm -hmm. said he will never recruit another player from our school because right. of what he saw. And from that day, mm -hmm. that was my, if I step on the floor, mm -hmm. I'm going to give it, I'm going to play as hard as I can. Mm -hmm. Every time, whether, it's, whether I'm outside, whether I'm, you know, again, whether it's training, I'm going to give it all. And I use that same thing. You never mm. know who's watching. And, and we flagged this in a big way ahead of last NBL season with LaMelo Ball and RJ Hampton in town, yep. right? Yep. And waving this banner for, you know, you talk about guys like Will Magnay and, and you never know who it might be. Like the, yeah. the, um, Tory Craig, Craig, right? Yeah. Like the, the Nuggets are there that night in Adelaide to watch Terrence Ferguson. Ferguson. Tory Craig guards Jerome Randall. He pulls down 14 boards, has 36 points. He's never looked back. And he's, and he's in the NBA now. Mm. <laughs> Crazy, now, ain't it? Correct me if I'm wrong here, Matt, because this is on memory. But did you play against Ricky and the Wildcats in the opening game of that 94 season? Um, yeah, I, got, I pretty much got a welcoming. Yeah, <laughs> had to go. Welcome. Yeah, didn't, didn't go too well. He welcomed <laughs> me to the year. He welcomed <laughs> me to the, to the league. He had did he have a triple-double? He had 28, 10, and 10. I'll never forget it. <laughs> and after that game. Wait, what did you have? Uh, like 15 and 8. I didn't, mm -hmm. I didn't do well. That's uh, solid. I didn't, but I wasn't a scorer. Yeah. At that time, you know what I mean? I, I, I wasn't a scorer. But after that game, the next day, all I heard was, this guy shouldn't be here. He's not the right guy playing here. Like, these are Giants people. You know what I mean? He, you know, Ricky Grace just tore him a new behind and blah, 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 blah. After that, so, you know, every game is every week. Mm. All right, we play Townsville the next week. I had 18 and 15. Then I think we played Newcastle. We might have played New if, – if, if not Newcastle then, we played them. But the game after that, I had like 24 and 14. We played Perth again over there. Ricky had two points. Now, I'm not going to take credit for his two points because those, those, remember those years, we played zone. So we played a lot of zone, but Ricky only had two points. Mm -hmm. Then I think we played against Derek, Derek Rucker, mm -hmm. and we, he was at Newcastle. I had 25, what I, I had 25, 11, uh, like 11 steals and like eight rebounds or something. I think that pretty much solidified me still being mm. there. Yeah, I think that worked. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the steel numbers yeah. you were putting up at that point in time. And yeah, I mean, over the course of your career, but just ridiculous double-figure steals games. Yeah. Were, 
Were you robbed of the MVP in 94? Yeah. As much as I hate to say, I think I was. To lose yeah. by one point, yeah. right? And I'm only and let me tell you why I'm only saying this. I love Drewy. Drewy's my guy. Mm-hmm. But I know he gets all the votes every game. I knew this. Like, I know this. And I know this because I played with him. And then to lose by one point killed me. And now, another reason, let me tell you this. So I'm at the awards dinner, right? I'm up there, I'm up there getting my good hands award. I happen to look to my right. I see the MVP award and I see his name. Oh. So I knew I had lost already. Did you hang around? So I, went, I did. I did. So I went back to the table and I just sat there. I just sat there kind of numb for a second. And I said, I'm not going to win MVP. And everybody was like, what are you talking about? I said, I already saw who won. <laughs> I already saw Drew, he won it. I said, what are you talking? I said, I just saw his name on the MVP. So I knew I, I knew I was done. But yeah, I, was, I, was, I thought I would. I would we, love we, to have it, though. We had this discussion, actually, when we look back at that game one game, that day, 94 grand final series, uh, when you won on the buzzer in Adelaide. I, and you probably won't say this, but we legitimately believe you robbed twice, not just for the MVP, yep. but also for the grand final series MVP. Now, Paul, where he's played, you know, you know, a critical part of that team, yep. but we think you got robbed twice. Uh, <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> uh, I, I ain't gonna say that. I yeah, yeah. That's his teammate, Cam. Come yeah, on, I know, man. I agree. You know what? I'll we'll say it for you. I just, yeah, we say it for you. We agree. Um, no, I appreciate it. Hey, you were talking about Ricky Grace. When you look back on your career, I mean, the, we talked about rivalries before, the team versus team rivalries. I mean, is he yep. the guy for you as terms of an individual rivalry? Always, yeah. It was always, always, always a rivalry. He was always a rivalry for me. Mm-hmm. Like, from day, again, from that first game. You know what I mean? And because of who he was, like, again, I'm, I'm, I'm just coming to the league. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to get my rep up. You know, who do I want to play against? You know what right. I mean? Like, it was always, it was always Ricky. It was, you know, let's, our, you know, our, just that rivalry, and throughout the whole, our, our, our whole career, again, I, much of the, he's the only, he's beat me in two grand finals. So, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that kills me. Like, that, mm-hmm. that, that, that bothers me. Like, yeah. and Ricky's my guy. Like, you know, he, we, we, you know, we, we, we good, we good, we good friends. But that kills me because he's beaten, he's beaten me twice in grand finals. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah, he he was always he was always my rival, and again, like I, I, it, it just keep like all the point guards at that time. Yeah, but Ricky was Ricky was always always that always the one. Yeah, I mean, obviously, he says the same things about you. I I spoke to him, it was a couple of years ago now, but I was asked, I was talking to him about the um the game against the Houston Rockets, and yeah. he was like, hold on, let's go back a little bit to that grant because you know you guys were all that was you know, the- was gonna go right, and he said, you got to understand. This was per- this grand fi- this final series was personal for personal. me because I would like he comes in in '94, takes his team to the title, you know, almost MVP. Yeah. He's like, hold on, I'm the best point guard that's in my, this. That's my this is my league exactly. That's what he right. Does. This is that's my league, and so in '95, he's like, I'm get I'm taking this back. And they and they and you know what it 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 eats at me every day, man. Like, even to this day, because we had them. Like, we went over there in game one and beat them. And you know what's made it crazy? Remember back – so, back then, the grand finals was home. Yes. So, you play away mm. and home, home. Oh, home, yeah. Right? They actually changed it because they was the home team. Right? So, they changed the – they changed – for some reason, they changed that the format that year. Mm-hmm. So, they, have, they had the home court. But we ended up going to them first. So this is our opportunity. You know what I mean? We go to them, we beat them. Now we yep. got the grand final coming back home for game right. two. And they came in and popped us. And I, the game, it, it, I'm gonna tell you why it hurts me because I can remember, I remember we fight like close, close game. It was a close game. And then I can't remember, somebody hit a three. It might've been Ricky. Ricky might've hit a three. And we slowly like, you know, we missed, they come down, score again. Then we score, then they come down, score. And then I, it might have been two minutes, one minute to go. I tried to throw a long distance pass to, it might have been Daryl Pierce or Rod Johnson. And I can't remember who picked it off. It might have been, uh, Lawhoff might have picked it off. And that was the game. That killed me. And again, I, I, oh, I'll take responsibility for that because, again, I'm the point guard. 
we go as I go. And then I threw that pass and they stole it. That killed me. So we, were you guys beat then going into game three? Were you already oh, beat? Done. Yeah, we were done. We were done. But you know what? I, I don't, in our minds, yeah, but um, well, maybe I, I didn't think we were. I think some guys did because we actually still took off. Because we were supposed to, if we won, we you go straight to London. Up. Yeah, you're going to yeah. go straight. Yeah. So we, yeah, so we packed, we packed for it. But then we got there. James Crawford, man. He's a, why nobody talks about this dude? Mm. Why nobody talking about him? He had, 30, he had like 35, and they was all dunks. Mm. <laughs> he was dunking pretty, he was dunking everything. Like, it was, he was on a serious mission. He mm. dunked everything, and they just blew us out the way. It wasn't, like, it wasn't even close. He wanted to play Olajuwon. That's yeah, badly. Yeah, yeah, man. And that, that again, it, it killed me because at that time, you know, because Chris, I remember Chris, we had Chris Gent, and Chris Gent played with the Rockets. So yes. he was giving us, you know, he was telling us this, you know, giving us the rundown about the team and things like that. And I'm, I'm, you know, licking my chops. I can't wait to play against Kenny Smith and Sam Cassell and these guys just to, you know what I mean? Mario Ellie was on that team, and Mario's a good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm looking forward to catching up with him. And then, bam, we don't even get there. Killed me. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. When you um when you look back just on that, that ninety four season, and this is a kind of a generic question when it comes to a team that really gets momentum and, and almost like a fairy tale, which the ninety four team was of the North Melbourne Giants. Yeah. And yeah. You, you touched on it obviously about individually, you know, you got better as you know, a month or six weeks into the year and you're taking on Ricky Grace or or Ruck, whoever it might be. Well, when did you think to yourself, hang on a second, this this team's got something in them to actually, we, we, could, we could achieve something remarkable here and go all the way, win the minor premiership, which you did, and take that uh, championship. Um, it might have been, I'm going to tell you, it might have been, so we played, I think we ended up playing the Magic. It might have been the seventh, seventh game of the season. We ended up playing the Magic at Rod Waver. Mm-hmm. And it was, a, it was one of those games with you know, 10, 15, I don't know how many thousand, but there was a lot of people there. And they was one of the, you know, they was one of the top teams. So them, it was them and the Tigers, us, and Adelaide. I don't think Adelaide was up there, but Adelaide was good. Adelaide ended up making the semi. But it might have been, I don't know, it might be after that game. But we ended up going in Raleigh and beating them by 20. And, again, this is with the team, like I said, this is the team everybody was talking about. Again, a gorgeous team. You know what I mean? And we, we ended up going in there and beating them. But what I look, I look. The thing I look back on is, I was the only person he brought in the year before. So it was the same team. Mm. He he just added me. Mm. Right? He just added me. Mm-hmm. But the pieces we had, you know, Rod Johnson can shoot, good defender. Paul Maley, shooter, you know, good defender. We had a again. We played zone the whole year because they were, we was old. Like we was an older team. Yeah. I mean, you know I mean, there was a like an us against the world mentality with that team a little bit, right? Because you were too old, too short. Yeah, and people were killing, like people was killing us. They was calling us, you know, different. You know, these guys are too old. They're not gonna win yep. nothing. Yeah, okay. So we got in the zone and we changed the game. Nobody yeah. didn't know what to do against the zone. People struggle against the zone until we played Shane. I mean, he was shooting from half court. You know what I mean? But nobody didn't know what to do with our zone. And that, and that helped us. Like, it, it helped us. You know what I mean? We decided we started a one-two-two, which people are still doing to this day. Mm-hmm. And I was at the top of that. I was at the top of it. And, you know, the word was don't try to pass. Yeah, don't pass, don't pass the ball across court. Right. You just steal it. And that's how, again, I, I averaged like 4.5 steals a game. People were scared. Yep. And it slowed, it just slowed teams down. So now mm-hmm. you get it over. It was a 30, I think it was 30-second shot clock. You get it over, you still don't have enough time. Teams were struggling to run their offense because they didn't, they didn't have yeah. an offense for that zone. But they would, it was a, a, a group. And what Brett, the offense we ran, the offense Brett put in, it was perfect for the group we had. You know what I mean? It was me penetrating, kicking it to shooters. You know, pick and roll in the middle of the floor, getting in the lane, you know, dropping it off to Paul, dropping it off to Sinstock. You know, guys help. I'm kicking it to the corner to Dale Pierce. I'm kicking it to Paul Maley. You know, John Steltzer, Shanahan was on that team. You know, we had a we, we, we had a lot of – we had. A, I'm, I hate when I miss guys. I'm trying not to miss nobody. Pat Reedy is <laughs> another one that people don't talk about. I wish he were in that. This guy was 
unreal. Yo. Mm. He was like he was ridiculous. Left hand, right hand. Patty was Patty was tough. You know what I mean? And he's another one people don't talk about. Maybe because he didn't play as long, but he, yeah. he was he was tough. But that group, yeah, it was you know again, like I said, I'm the only one they brought in. You know, it was, so it's a group that's been together the years before. And I come in, and you know, I'm I'm just running the show, and you know, we we, we end up beating these guys, end up beating some teams. I, I I made the comparison during the recent NBL season between the Cairns Taipans of NBL 20 and that new North Melbourne team back in '94, led by a New York point guard. You know, it wasn't a great deal of, um, I guess, expectations on the team coming in. Had a really good year. Now, obviously, as yep. we know, they fell a you know a series short to making a grand final. But when you see Scotty Machado do his thing for the Taipans, do you see a little bit of yourself and, and the way he goes about it and that team? I do. I actually I, I love watching him. Like, he's good, man. Like he's tough. And a distributor. I'm always guys that distribute the ball. I'm always a big fan of. You know what I mean? Because I know again, you look around the league. I know what other guys do. Bryce is a scorer. You know, Cotton is a scorer. Casper's uh, a scorer. These guys put the ball in the hole. You know, Randall's a, put the ball in the hole. I love watching all of them, but I love watching Machado because I think his main thing is to get everybody else involved. You know what I mean? Like he distributes, man. He's a, a great distributor. Some of the passes he throws, and I go, wow. You know, that's nice. You know, that's, 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 you know, that's, that's how we were watching you. 100%. You know, yeah. So, yeah, no, fact, I love watching them. Mac, you talk about playmaking and, and distributing. Um, I, t- I talked on this show a little while ago. Well, we talked to Drewy a little while ago about the art of getting buckets. There's yeah. nobody in the league's ever done it to the level that he's done it. No one's ever playmade the way you did over the course of your NBL career. And I talked on the show a little while ago about, um, you know, the, what you used to tell me at practice. One thing you told me was, was look at the, find the second guy. Yeah. You know, you're coming in the lane. Everyone sees that first option. That's where their hand's going to go. Uh, That's going to get picked off. Find that guy kick back there that yeah. no one else is looking at. What, what though, obviously there's a million of those little tricks and elements yeah. that, that you think about. What do you think makes and a great playmaker and made you so great in that way? Um, okay, I'll use this. So one thing I, what I do, and when I tell point guards, as soon as the ball touches your hand, right, or not even when it touches, almost before it touches your hand, you need to take a snapshot of the floor. You understand what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you need to take a picture of the floor before the ball even hits your hands, and then take another snapshot once you has it, once you have the ball. That's just so you know where everybody is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, again, me, I'm seeing Anstey running before I even got the ball. Mm. Now, when I got it, that's an outlet. You know what I mean? So, you're seeing see plays. You got to see plays before they happen. You know what I mean? And another thing is not necessarily me getting an assist, me getting a hockey assist. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, finding this guy to find the next guy because I know what they're doing. And some of it is scout report. You know that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But finding this guy to find the next guy. But my whole my main my whole my main thing was just when that ball is in your hand, just take a snapshot of the floor. Know where everybody is. Take a snapshot. You know you know where everybody is on the floor. And that's how again, that's you know what I mean? That's how that, that that's that's how I've made a list. It's the same thing I do with, with you know picking passes off. Anticipation, scouting reports, you know, knowing where the next pass is gonna go. Again, you know, I gambled a fair bit. It was pretty obvious. You know what I mean? But that's that's the main thing. Just take a snapshot, see everything, know where everything is, know where everybody is. Take care of your players. Again, as again, because the game has changed now. You know what I mean? Like when I came in, I, I was distributor first and scorer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Whereas now, I think the guards now are all they're pretty. They a lot of them are scorers. But yeah. then I see a guy like Machado. I see even Lamelo Ball. Guys like that who are distributors, just you know, it just it just makes me smile. Like again, because it's it's the one thing I've done. You know what I mean? I'm I'm still mad I didn't get the assist record. I missed it by 15, and Drew he got it. Hmm. I want I wanted it. All, I wanted the all time record. I missed it. That was another reason why I was gonna play again. <laughs> get out there, get 60 assists, and call it a day. I was gonna get. I was gonna play again. I wanted to get 500 games, which I missed. Uh-huh. And I wanted yep. to get the assist record, and that's why I was going to play again, and it right. and that never, never happened. 
Right. Um, that was great stuff because, you know, we, we talk about court vision. We use that phrase, but there you're breaking it down. What, what exactly is that? You know, what, what is court vision and your ability to, to see everyone and all the options. And, and then it results, those, that results in those highlight real plays. We, we see that footage of that, that drop-off pass to, to Jamal Mosley you had under the bucket that time for the Titans. That results in those plays just because you're constantly making an assessment of where everybody is on the you see, Yeah, you see, you just, you're seeing plays before they happen. Mm. That's pretty much what it is. And I think all point guards have to be able to do that. So you gotta, you gotta, you gotta see things before they happen. And again, like, like you, you even said it, knowing if I, you know, if I throw this pass, and now again, I've turned the ball over many times, but knowing if I throw this pass, if he steals it, right, if he's going for that steal, there's somebody open. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm not going to throw it to him. I'm going to look him off and I'm going to hit this guy. And then again, back, you know, back in those days, you jump in the air, everybody's a shot blocking. You just get right. him up in the air, you know, you drop it off. Everybody, everybody's, you know, helping and, like I said, the game is a little bit more different now, a little bit more advanced now. But again, it's just see, try to see the game. You know, play uh, plays before, mm-hmm. so passes before, plays before, and that's how you, you know, that's again, that's how that's what I've done there. No seeing better things, advice. Seeing things before they happen. No better advice for point guards right around the country and the world. And uh, it has been a great deal of fun. Learned a lot of stuff. Wollongong, Brisbane, two destinations that yeah. I've no doubt the uh, NBL digital team are they're going to be working on a photograph to get you into that so we can see how that probably looks <laughs> on socials. But uh, as always, not only just great fun going back and watching this wonderful rivalry uh, and the game we touched on, if you haven't seen it, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, uh, NBL TV, get involved and see you know a, a bloodbath of a, a non-finals game, which I think Liam... Well, yeah, go check it out. And to have a chat about have a chat about your career, man. We've we we had so much fun watching you play, mate. So it's always fun to have a chat about it. Appreciate it. And like I said, I'm, I, I, you guys hooked me up, and I never say thank you. So I'm thank, I'm saying it now. Appreciate everything you guys do for me, man. Our pleasure, man. Thank you, Mac. Thanks for coming on, man.